The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I just want to spend the remaining few moments just talking about my Rosh Hashiva, the Menal's Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Aaron Shechter, and Rabbi Aaron Shechter was the symbol of Godless Adam. There was nothing that was trivial by Rabbi Aaron. There was nothing that just happened. There was nothing, you couldn't say something to Rabbi Aaron without him taking note of it and, and commenting on it. If you said something or you did something that was slightly wrong, if the word that you used was slightly incorrect, that everyone else in the world would just let it go, he didn't let it go. He wanted to correct you because he wanted to mechanic you that you can't use that word or you shouldn't use that word or you should use a different word. And he was Godless Adam. He just symbolized. I went with him to, to Belgium once. We flew together. It was one of the nicest times of my life. We went to Ochasna. And we went on the airplane together. We were sitting and talking and learning and schmoozing. And we went and, and he was walking through the airports in Belgium and Antwerp and in Brussels. And, you know, and they were all looking at him like a, like a Malachashem Tzvakis is walking through the airport. It wasn't, he just walked with a aristocracy and nobility and everything. It just looked beautiful. And he, he presented himself beautifully and he, he walked and he, he was just so graceful and so elegant. And he loved Yidin, like every Gadol Israel. A Gadol Israel, the Chazanish used to say that what defines a Gadol Israel, his circle is bigger. He's not much different in every single way. We might all be Gadolim, but a Gadol has a wider circle, and he's able to encompass more people, thousands of people. You saw by the Leviah, if anyone saw pictures of by the Leviah, there were thousands and thousands of people in the base medrash and, and streaming onto Coney Island Avenue as far as the eye could see. Whoever thought that there would be another Leviah, I was by Ramesh's Leviah, you saw, you know, as far as, as, far as the eye can see, Yidin. I, I didn't think that we'd have that anymore in America. Rav Aaron Schechter was a person that touched so many souls because he loved so many souls. He cared about people. When I was in learning in Chaim Berlin, so the base medrash was very crowded. It was, believe it or not, davening was full every single day in Chaim Berlin. And, and I was a little claustrophobic. I didn't like davening. I like, I like, I like walking. I like, you know, I like rabchus. And so I used to wake up every morning for davening, but I would daven in the Ezra's Nashim upstairs, the very big Ezra's Nashim. And I would put on my towels and fill in up there. And I would, you know, I would daven, but I would daven like always walking and, you know, pacing. And that's the, you know, sometimes I do it down here also. I like, I can't always sit in my seat. I need to walk. I need to roam a little bit for better or for worse. So, I was davening upstairs, and one day I was coming down the marble staircase in Chamberlain as Ravaren was coming up. We were both wearing our talismans filling, and, and Ravaren says to me, he says, Misha, I, I was looking for you by davening. I was looking for you, uh, you know, a lot by davening. I don't see you. Where are you? I said, Rebbe, I'm here every day by davening. I said, well, I don't see you. He said, yeah, I said, I'm not in downstairs. I'm, I'm davening in the Ezra's Nashim. He says, why do you daven in the Ezra's Nashim? I said, it's, it's a little too crowded for me downstairs in the basement. I, said, I like davening. So he looks at me and he says, he says, Maisha, you know the difference between me and you? He says, Ichab lib Yidin. He says, I love Yidin. I want to be amongst Yidin. I love being crammed together with hundreds and thousands of Yidin. I love Yidin. I have a lead. I have a love for Yidin. But that's who he was. He really loved Yidin. He cared about every Yid. He cared about he loved Russian Yidin, the Yidin that came over from Russia, he did so much for, and he started shuls and maistas and, and, and kirov organizations and everything and anything to take care of these Russian Yidin. And that's why 
all these Russian Yidden today, they acknowledge that they're from because of Ravaran, many of them, you know, whether it's in uh, Bera Gaila or, or there were Shuls and Flatbush, whatever he did in America for Russian Yidden, that was like, that was an obsession that he had. Svardashi Yidden, he loved. He, he took a son-in-law, who was the current Rashiv of Chaim Berlin, Rav Mahali was a Svardasha. And I had friends that were Svard, and we went together on Shabbos, and I've spoken about his Shabbos table many times, the Kedusha and the Tara, but, you know, he didn't want to hear my Ashkenaz Zmiris on Shabbos. He just made, like, he said, sing a Zemer, he said to the Svardasha Bacham, and they would sing these beautiful Piyutim on Shabbos, and, and, like, he would just, his face was, like, glowing. He loved Svardashi and he, up here in this room, I made a bris for Yitzi 13 years ago. And Rebaran was sitting on the dais, and my uncle, who was a real Yekesh Yid, he was, we were mechabed him with benching, and by Yekesh, by a bris, the benching is like an hour, because there's all these harachamans, like we have a few harachamans in the art school sitter, but Yekesh, they know how to do harachamans, they have like a whole booklet, literally, like a pamphlet harachaman, he just kept on going, like my video is like two hours, the bris video that somebody was nice enough to make for me, but an hour of it was just the Harachamans. It was just like these tefillas that were said. And most people are like, really have to catch the train. Remember, thanks for having me. I'm out of here. Like this, I can't wait till, you know, till the end of this. Ravan was just sitting and looking through all the Harachamans and his face was a glow. He just was loving the, the Minhagim and the Klal Yisrael. That's what made him a godless. The godless was that he loved all of us. And, and Klal Yisrael reciprocate that. When, when there's a godless that loves you, you love them back. Chaim Kanievsky loved Klal Yisrael, and Klal Yisrael obviously loved him back. And, and the same is true for so many, G'day Yisrael, Vad Yosef, and, and, you know, Rav Shleim Zaman Ayerbach loved every Yid. You know, the Levaya that Rav Shleim Zaman had, 600,000 people of every stripe, Kippah uh, Surga, and, and Hasidim, and Ashkenazim, Misnagdim, everybody loved Rav Shleim Zaman because he loved them. And Rav Aaron was Nifter a week ago, the Levaya was a week ago. And Thursday, last Thursday, and I didn't, it didn't hit me really. I had a tremendously close relationship with Ravaran. I loved Ravaran. I think he loved me back. And he told me that he did many times. But for some reason, I didn't, because I was making a bar mitzvah, I think, I was trying to like just stay normal. The morning after the bar mitzvah was over on, on the bar mitzvah was Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, all of a sudden, like, like an ocean came out of me of tears. And I missed him so much. And I, and I longed for him. I wish that I could have him back. I wish that I could just speak to him a few minutes and ask him about things. And Bishayel Eitz and Hadracha. And by the way, he loved Lander College. He always said to me, he heard great things about what was going on here. And he, he, he was the one that really talked me into taking this position here. I was very reluctant. I was still super yeshivish. I didn't know Ashkafically, whether I should be going into a college and, and become Mashkech and a college, I don't know what. And I didn't know, should I do it? Should I, I was in a, a yeshiva, yeshiva before, and I was very happy. I was in Hamanitz Yeshiva in Brooklyn. I was a 12th grade rabbi. I was like a superstar. Everybody loved me there. And then I got this amazing offer, but I didn't know if I should do it. And I was like back and forth and making my wife crazy, making everybody crazy. Like, I don't know, should I? That, that. And, and then I just went to Ravar, and Ravar says, of course you should do it. Of course you should do it. We have to work out some of the details, but of course you should do it. And he pushed me to do it, and I did it. And, and then, Baruch Hashem, you know, we went from yeshiva of 30 guys, 35 guys, and to yeshiva of 200 guys, and he took tremendous nachas. And every time he saw me, every time he spoke to me, even when he was, like, not 
not well, and he could barely remember my name. He remembered that he sent me to 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 do this mission here in, in Yeshiva. But how much I wish that I had him just for a few minutes to talk about issues, to talk about my family, to talk about problems, talk about Kalah Yisrael, talk about so many things that I had him for. And I think I appreciated him, but but the loss is so great. And he wasn't well the past seven years or so, and, and already, but he was alive. As Rav Mahali was said by the Levaya, he was here, he was a presence. He, you felt that he was still here. The Samach de you're still able to have Simchan, that he was in the room, he was in this world. But when we have Gedaili Yisrael Rabbi Say, and I don't mean just the, the household name Gedaili Yisrael in B'nai Brak and in Eretz and in Yerushalayim and in, and in, in, in Lakewood, and in, I mean even our Rabbeim, our regular Rabbeim, Rosh Hashiva that we have, Manal that we have, Chaparayim, you don't understand. You know, we think, ah, oh, you know, I have time, we have time, we have time. You don't, we don't have time. Every day is precious. Don't squander a shear. Don't squander a chance to talk to your Rebbe. Whether it's in learning or this Mili Da Alma, don't, don't waste time. And if you have Rabbi Eminem Israel, call them and tell them how much you appreciate what they did for you. But in the living years, the Samachta Bechalatayv, make sure that you appreciate what you have because it's not forever. It's not forever. And when we could appreciate that, that is, that's the greatest kaparo, that's the chata shmena. Anything that we may have said or done against tzaddikim, against gedailim, sometimes we get cynical and sometimes we, but we could be mechaper for that by working on our amunas chachamim, our avas chachamim, our deeper chachamim, appreciation, the simcha that we have over the fact that we have chachme Yisrael, l'kayim banu chachme Yisrael. Let's daven for them and let's talk to them, let's appreciate them and let's, be ma'achid with them, and mitzvah Hashem with that will be able to go and greet Mashiach Tzikeinu. B'mheir b'yameinu, amin, amin. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.